Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. From Goosebumps to Bambi, we get into the movies or TV shows that freaked you out as a kid on today's podcast. If you don't have your power yet, you're going to want to hear about this. Nova Scotia Power tells us why so many of their customers will not be getting their lights back on until days after they expected. We also hear from the Newfoundland woman on why she was so happy she recovered her white claws from what was left after her house was destroyed by Fiona in Porta Basque. $1,000 minute advantage right now. The answer to question number 10, and this will be for the uh, Thursday, September 29th edition of $1,000 Minute. The answer is 2004. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. How you doing? It is Aaron and Peter. It is Wednesday, September 28th. Uh, Peter, are you happy this morning? You're back with some power. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to have power back, but uh, I said to my wife, you know, it's nice to have power back, but I was kind of... Kind of okay, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, you go through an experience together, yeah. of, uh, you know, not having power for 90 hours or that, something like that. That first hot shower you had at home, mm-hmm. how was that? It was good. Yeah. And my wife got to go first to the shower, <laughs> and it was like, you know, can I take a shower now? And I put the hot water on, I was like, eh, just yeah. not, not yet, hang on. <laughs> Give it a second, dear. Give it a couple hours. We're oh, good. Well, I'm very happy for you. We'll get into that a little bit uh, later on this morning. Uh, schools, some schools, uh, HRC schools are open today. Some schools still are without power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those, obviously the schools without power, no more, no school for today again. Uh, but uh, most are going to be back to normal as of today. There are five schools without power. We'll get into this at the top of the hour. I think many of the, most, the parents, if not all of them and the students know, but... There is also a chance that that will be updated again uh, by 6.30 this morning. Oh, yes, I might get it back. Whether they get them back, yeah. I drove by many crews working this morning along mm-hmm. the Bedford Highway, so they're already, I mean, I'm sure they were at it all night long. They're and, going and flat yeah, out. Yeah, so thank you so much for all your hard work. You're out there working hard early this morning, and we appreciate you. And welcome to the people who have come into the province. Mm-hmm. Met a couple of those guys uh, yesterday, too. Yeah, can't wait to hear all about that. We'll talk about that later on this morning. Can't believe this fact. What the fact? Human DNA and banana DNA are 50% identical. <laughs> what? We are 50% related to bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't. if you think you're special, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a banana. What the... The total weight of uh, all the ants in the world is estimated to be around the same as the weight of all the people in the world. No. There are so many ants that their total weight equals the weight of all the people I don't in like the world. that. Don't no, that. they're going to take over. Uh, it takes a lot to make movies. It takes years in some cases. Uh, I don't know. James Cameron has been working on this new Avatar movie for 10 years, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, go back a few years. Go back a lot of years to 1939. A couple of big movies came out that year. Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz. Mm. And they were both directed by the same director, Victor Fleming. Mm-hmm. He suffered a nervous breakdown from directing Gone with the Wind during the day and editing The Wizard of Oz Oh, my God. Night. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Jeez. And uh, if you pick up the phone sometimes, somebody says, hey, would you like to take a brief survey? <laughs> no. <laughs> Click. But what if it was the people from Family Feud? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Survey says uh, Family Feud does all of its surveys still by telephone. No way. And asks each person 
about 30 to 40 questions. So no. You might be a part of uh, up to 40 <laughs> words up on the board or 40 questions up on the board if you answer one of those family feud surveys. One I day. didn't know they conducted their own surveys. I thought they were just Googling these things. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they still can conduct them. And, huh. you know, what the fact. Very cool. Start your day feeling good. The 90-minute workday kickoff. Feels so good. Non-stop music. Nobody plays more music. So when the power went out on either Friday night or Saturday morning for you, was there something in your fridge that you knew you just had to save? Yes. Leading up to the storm, I mean, I I know everybody was kind of like, okay, let's clear out what we can before it goes bad. Uh, But I don't know. I lost power overnight Friday night. And so Saturday, I don't know, I think like five or six hours passed with my fridge off. And I was like, okay, I got to I gotta deal with this at this point. <laughs> I'm going to move some stuff out to the cooler, which was filled with ice out in the patio. It was kind of cold out that day too. Uh, all I wanted to save was my cheese though. I needed my whole cheese drawer. I was like so stressed out about losing my cheese. Well, sure. You, you have a very close relationship <laughs> with your cheese. <laughs> I do. And I had some stuff ready to go for for storm snacks, right? Like I had some brie and I had some really nice, <laughs> you know, expensive cheese. How expensive? I How much cheese did you have in your cheese, uh, cheese drawer? I probably had five or six kinds. Like there was a brie, there was a blue cheese, there was some laughing cow, there was some aged cheddar. You know what I mean? Some some nice cheese. Total so, retail value? <laughs> oh, my God, probably. 50 bucks? Yeah, 40, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at my fridge, I'm like, okay, I don't care about this, I don't care about that, I don't care about any of this. All I care about is my cheese. And Renee was making fun of me the whole time because I'm like you know, building some contraption in my cooler for for the cheese not to lay on the ice so it doesn't get water on it. Like, I had to make a whole system. But I saved it, and then it went bad. Good job. Yeah, I was happy about that. We didn't lose anything, but we bought just before, like, Friday day. Uh um, I did a Costco run and brought home a tray of those pork loin chops. Oh, yeah, I mean... That's 20, a brave move before a hurricane. Well, I mean, we knew it hadn't been set up yet, but we knew we had a generator. Right, so it'd be okay. Generator had been, hadn't been started in three years. Oh. But I was somewhat... I was I was probably 50-50 confident okay. that that thing was going to start up. And it did. It did. It took like <laughs> so 15 minutes of pulling on the cord, but after that, it ran for three straight days. Wait, so did you buy... That knowing that you wanted to make it during the storm, or was yeah. it just okay? Knowing that the power is going to go out, right? There's no question. I mean, was anyone surprised? It's like, what the hell? Yeah, the power went out. No, mm. we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but I was fairly confident that uh, that we would be okay. We were, we were going to have our <laughs> freezer and fridge running the whole time. There's always one thing though when you know your power's going out. If you don't have a generator, you're like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this doesn't go bad. We heard from someone yesterday who went and bought a butter ball. for Thanksgiving (laughs) and then had major regrets because they were like, oh, I had to cook my turkey early and now they're eating turkey for a week, two weeks before Thanksgiving. This text, uh, Uh I saved my cheese too, Erin. Yeah. Uh, The cheese and the mayo, that blank is expensive to replace. Uh, Yeah. Also medications, it says. Any medications that would have to be in the fridge, I saved that. Oh, smart. See, priorities. I'm like, cheese, get the cheese out, (laughs) save the cheese. (laughs) And then like insulin. (laughs) I guess that's important too. So what did you save when your power went out? Was there one thing in your fridge or freezer where you thought, I'm going to do everything it takes to make sure this does not go bad because either it's way too expensive or, you know, way too delicious. Did you save it? (laughs) 
we heard that there's that $100 credit you can get for uh, for your spoiled food if your power was out for over 48 hours. So hopefully that will help cover a little bit of what you had to throw out. Maybe, but how many hoops do you have to uh, to go through to get your $100 back? Uh, it's confusing. I've, I've heard from people that you got to actually put a, like, a claim through your insurance and get some sort mm. of form back, and then you submit that. Other people are saying, just wait a couple days. The province will make this easier for you to just go online and fill okay. something out. That, that, that makes sense. I mean, they will be <laughs> able to tell whether you lost power. Yeah. That, that information Why does it have available? to be so complicated, though? Right. Anytime somebody says, well, you're going to have to go through your insurance first, it's like, I'm no, not doing it. No, There's no, absolutely it. no it's way. It's 100 bucks, and then my rates go up or and, something, even if I don't make an insurance claim. And 100 bucks. I mean, if you had to throw away all, like, you know, the meat in your freezer or whatever, it's barely going to cover anything. 100 bucks would get you a couple of, if we still had Sobeys bags, two small Sobeys bags yeah. full of groceries. Honestly, yeah. Depending on what you get. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned that uh, as soon as my power went out, I was worried about my cheese. <laughs> Save the cheese, for God's sake. And my fridge was pretty cold, I'm not going to lie. Or cold. My fridge was pretty uh, full, and I was just like looking at all the dairy going, okay, I got to pick my I battles here. I got to pick my <laughs> battles. But yeah, saved all my cheese. I threw it in a cooler outside on the deck with a bunch of ice inside and uh, ate it throughout the next couple of days, and it was totally fine. But, you ate all your, Well, not you all of it, but $50 I had, worth of cheese I had lots of and some brie and baguette. You know, that's my version of storm chips. I need brie and I need baguette. (laughs) That's what I go for. (laughs) Uh, Scotty, good morning. What was uh, the first thing that you saved from your fridge when you realized you didn't have power? Well, there was a lot of stuff we needed to save, but I only had room for one, so it was the Baileys. Yeah, so, it might have been fine. I don't know. Like we can always buy more liquid penicillin for the kids, but the Baileys. Yeah, you're not messing with the Baileys. That's right. So you got to go with important. Sorry. Oddly, when you said that, I thought you said bay leaves. Bay leaves, yes. No, so, what? A, so innocent. Only... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that works. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Peter, you finally got your power back. We have power back. We were one of the people who yesterday... Well, I, I sent you a message, Aaron, yesterday yeah. afternoon. I had a nap in the afternoon because, you know, we get in here early. And um, I woke up and the first thing I did mm-hmm. was to check the outage map. And our address had been updated. It was no longer going to be restored, estimated by Wednesday night tonight at 11 p.m. Instead, it said Saturday night, (sighs) October 1st. October 1st. By 11 p.m. As so many people have had that same update when they went to uh, to check. Everybody was freaking out going, uh, guys, what the heck? I came out of the bedroom to tell my wife, um, (laughs) got some bad news. But before I can get those words out, she says, the Nova Scotia power truck's on our street. No. Yeah, and they were there to fix a downed line, not a completely downed line, but it was looping way too low to the street uh-huh. and could, I mean, if a truck went under it, it could catch it and rip it off the side of the house and right. cause all kinds of problems. All those other people, including the person with the dipped line, they already had power. Only two houses left on the street, <laughs> ours and our neighbors, who didn't have power. She said, there's a Nova Scotia power truck out on the street. And I swear to God, she totally did like a Jedi mind trick on these guys because she went down and talked to them. She went down and talked. They said, no, nah, I don't think we're going to be able to get to yours today. Oh. We're just here to fix this line. we got a lot of others. And, and my wife, swear to God, Jedi mind trick, 
you have time to fix our power today, don't she you? She did not. And the guy said, yeah, we might be able to get to your place today. Yeah, I think we have time to fix your place today. No way. You would like a chocolate and banana muffin. Got any chocolate and banana muffins up there? Oh my gosh. She, she brought, brought down them muffins. Treats, she, brought bless down, her heart. she brought down juice and pop. And, oh. and 15 minutes is all it took, really, to get our power back. So on. they were planning on, on, on getting you Moving back. On. Oh, and by the way, the truck that showed up down there, uh-huh. these poor guys who had never maybe heard my wife's Jedi mind tricks before, <laughs> uh. <laughs> were from Connecticut. Connecticut? Nine trucks arrived yesterday. Another guy from Nova Scotia Power arrived later. We were talking to all of them. Dan, thank you very much from Nova Scotia Power for making this a a reality. Uh, But he said, yeah, nine trucks arrived from Connecticut yesterday. They literally drove into the province and started working. Wow. And uh, and we did thank them profusely as they drove away with a little chocolate on their fingers and around their lips. I love Gisela. (laughs) That is such a, you know, her thing to do. Like, here's some snacks and juice. She's (laughs) totally taking care of them. Do you like some pasta? Oh, my what? God. Yes, seriously. Did your neighbor's power yeah, come back yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, Everybody oh, on our street You're is like, now you're welcome, and everybody. And to be honest, yes, maybe we took them a little out of their, you know, their plans I for the day. I can't believe that. But it did take 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. That's awesome. Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Well, if you are one of the many folks who had their power restoration time moved up uh, to maybe this weekend, you're not alone. Lots of people originally thought they'd have their power back, I don't know, last night, tonight? Or tonight. Only Mm -hmm. to find out that they have to wait a few days longer. That happened to you. It happened to me. I I immediately sent a message off to Aaron saying, Aaron, (laughs) I was supposed to have my power back on 11 o'clock Wednesday tonight. Yeah. And instead, I get this message saying, yeah, October 1st. And you're going, crap. What? But your wife somehow convinced the crews to get to your That's place. a story for another time. I promise I'll tell you before yeah. this uh, this uh, day is finished. We'll have to get into that again later on. It's pretty epic. Uh, but Nova Scotia Power did have a representative speaking out, explaining why your uh, restoration time may have been pushed back a little bit. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm a storm lead at Nova Scotia Power's Emergency Operations Center. I understand you have some questions about estimated times of restoration, and I have a few answers. The damage in Hurricane Fiona has been devastating to this entire province. There are hundreds of power poles that have been snapped, and there are thousands of trees that have fallen on our equipment across the province. What that means is that the restoration has been more complex than we've ever seen before. Again, once our crews and teams in the field get better information, we're able to come up with a better estimate for you on when your power will be restored. Stay safe, everyone. So basically more crews got out there, realized how much worse it actually was right. than they thought and had to adjust the times. So we're thinking of you. If you are still without power, hopefully you get it back really, really soon. And thank you to all the power crews. You're doing great. Yeah, Keep going. No Don't kidding. stop. Hey, did you see the woman in Port Basque, Newfoundland, who went viral after her home was really badly damaged by Fiona? But then she posted a photo of her celebrating after she found a case of her white claw that she thought had floated off into the water. Her name is Crystal Collier, and she had so many people reach out to her after this photo went viral. So she had to explain exactly what had happened here. The first thing I did before prep for Fiona was storm chips and white claws. I just needed to make sure I had it. We were actually at this neighbor's home watching the refrigerator leave the garage and go into the water. When we were there and retrieving, 
this fridge was up on top of my neighbor's front lawn. And I said, there is no way that this is still that pack of white claws. And there it was, intact. And it was funny, and it was just trying to find humor out of the most devastating day of your life. And that's me, but that's I'm, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can. And I thought, well, even Fiona didn't want them, because I know a lot of people don't even like them, but I love them. <laughs> I love her attitude. White Claw did see the picture, and they've retweeted it, and they're in touch with Crystal. Love that. Hey, and lastly, how would you feel about being able to order pizza in Halifax and have a little robot deliver it to you? Sure. This is the future. Pizza Hut Canada is launching a, a pilot project for a robot delivery service. Right now, they're testing it in Vancouver. They want to roll it out across Canada. It'll come to your house. You can track it. You'll have a pin to enter once it gets to your house. And boom, you got your pizza. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. <laughs> we have a very excited Joella Dorrington on the line this morning. Joella, how you doing? I'm good. You're good? You're, yeah. You're sounding a lot more calm, cool, and collected than you did five seconds ago. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, would you just get on with it? What medication did Joella just take? Because I'm telling you, she was... Screaming. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, Joella. All right. All right. So you get 60 seconds, 10 questions. Get them all right. You win a grand. If you don't know the answer to something, say pass. We can come back if there's time. But the first answer you give us counts, okay? Okay. Okay. Your $1,000 minute on move, Joella. It starts now. Joella King Charles has a sister. What's her name? Anne. Fill in the blank. It's raining blank and blank. Cats and dogs. How many hours are in 10 days? 240. YYZ is the code for what airport? Airport. BC. How much money is four quarters, four dimes, and four nickels? 170. Name two mayors of the Halifax Regional Municipality. Savage and... McKay. Ma- fast food restaurant uses a slogan, it's finger licking good. Which one? KFC. What are the last five letters of the alphabet? UVWXYZ. What I is 10% of 55? Five. Which Halifax University was founded by an order of nuns? Mount St. Vincent. Okay. Joella. I got A. I got A. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling us your score? Because I don't know about that. (laughs) Okay, Joella, let's go through the questions. King Charles, his sister is Anne. It is raining cats and dogs. There are 240 hours in 10 days. YYZ, that is Pearson, Toronto Airport, not BC. Yeah. Four quarters, four dimes, four nickels is 160. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Savage, yes, a mayor of uh, Halifax. I don't, who did you say was the other McKay one? McKay was the one you mentioned. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, KFC is finger licking good. The last five letters of the alphabet, VWXYZ, you gave us six letters. 10% of 55 is 5.5. Oh, okay. And MSVU was founded by an order of nuns. So not eight. You got five out of 10 and 50 bucks, Joe. Five. Okay. I'll take the 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'll there take you go. the 50. <laughs>
Oh, oh, okay. Okay, Joella. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing and you hang on the line for us, okay? okay. Ladies and Joella and everybody else, we're going to put up the $1,000 minute on our podcast. And when oh. we do, we'll give you the answer to question number 10 for tomorrow, Thursday's $1,000 minute. <laughs> Joella kept it real cool on the air, eh? Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. she can <laughs> scream. <laughs> All right, get ready to win a grand tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, when you play the $1,000 minute on Move 100. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Now that just about everyone, well, not everyone, but just about, has their power back on in the HRM, people are catching up on TV shows and movies that they've missed since Friday. True. You know, a lot of stuff came out over the weekend. We were kind of disconnected. So uh, wondering what you're uh, what you're catching up on these days. And is there something that you've watched lately that has absolutely traumatized you? Because everybody in the world <laughs> is watching this new Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. Oh, my goodness. I've seen that. I don't have any interest in seeing that <sighs> at all. So... Count me out. Everybody in the world except me. Yeah. So uh, it's a mini series yeah. on Netflix. And uh, I saw that it was added and everybody's talking about it. Like it's all over yeah, the I internet. Know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so once I got power back, you know, I had a bit of FOMO because I wanted to know what, what, what I was missing. I, I knew about the Jeffrey Dahmer story, but I didn't. No, no. You know, I didn't know all the details. You knew about it, yeah. but you, yeah, I don't know. You see, that's why I don't want to watch it. Kev, did you did you end up watching it? So I tried. I got through, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes of the first episode, and I had to turn it off. Like I said to Renee, I'm sorry, I'm out. I cannot watch this. And mm. I like watching some pretty dark stuff. I don't know why I like to trauma, traumatize myself that way. But this one just takes it too far and I just felt sick to my stomach. I was like, I can't watch this. So Renee's watching it on her own. I'm out. But I, I kind of have FOMO at the same time because I want to know what everybody's talking about. I want to make it through so I can kind of join in on the conversation. But it has seriously traumatized me. I That night that we watched it, I, I couldn't sleep. I checked mm. if my front door was locked like eight times right. in a row. I just, it seriously traumatized me. So are you going to watch it? I mean, because of your fear of missing out on all of this. I don't think, do think I can. Okay, so what do you want people to do? Do you want, is it okay for, for everybody, I mean, for anybody who wants to, to who've seen the whole thing, mm. to, to reveal anything to you? Would you be okay with I that? don't think I even want to know that much because okay. it's, it's scared me so much. So this, text, out. this text just came in. Just so you know, I finished the Dahmer series and I didn't sleep a wink last night because it scared me. Mm -hmm. It is seriously traumatizing. Yeah. I, I'm not going to watch it just because, no, no, no. I, I knew too much about it when it was happening. You don't even want to go there. I don't hey? want to know anything about that. I'm, that one's out for me. There are certain shows and, and movies like that, right? That right. are just, it's just too much for you to get into. I cannot watch shows about um, kids that are missing, kids oh, that are yeah. abducted, kids <sighs> that are lost, right. kids that, uh, I, you know how bad it is? Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that movie bothered me. That movie bothered me. I mean, that's what a horrible thing to show kids about a you know this. He's it is lost. a sad movie. Nemo's lost. <laughs> you can't even watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> but so you know, and and that's a bit of a joke. But yet I'm serious right. about that. It's like right. no, they don't have to make a movie about this fish that's it's gonna lost upset you on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> Ah, but okay, I can't so watch. From Finding Nemo to, to Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I get it. When the kids are missing, that's yeah. hard. Don't watch uh, Sins of Our Mother on Netflix. That's a new one as well. Is it about kids who are abducted? It's about two kids that are missing for quite a, quite a while. Fine. And it's... It's honestly another traumatizing show. But once again, I feel the need to watch these because everybody is watching it and talking about it online. There's an Anne Heche movie uh, called Vanished on Netflix for okay. a couple of years ago that was, did, you know, everybody was watching it yeah. at the time. No, I'm just not watching mm, that one. Those ones traumatize me for sure. And whether or not it's something that's new on, on TV or, or a new movie that traumatized you, or it could be something that you saw when you were a kid and to this day, like Wizard of Oz. I was so scared of a tornado twister situation my whole life right? because of Wizard of Oz. It seriously traumatized me as a kid. And the movie Twister, twister. actually traumatized me. You know, even though that was kind of funny at times. <laughs> I know, but it's really scary. But it was, yeah, I mean, <laughs> tractors. Yeah, cows. and when you're a kid and you're watching that, you're like, well, this is how I'm going to die. I'm going to die in a twister, Yeah, right? So what is it? what was it for you? What TV show or, or movie did you watch that, you know, shook you up for a long time? Maybe there's a whole genre of movies like abducted kids movies or something that you just Ugh. say, no. You can't even that, touch it. I'm never going to see those. Mm, let us know. You made fun of me for my Finding Nemo thing. Well, okay, F- Finding Nemo. Compared to Jeffrey, <laughs> I mean Peter. But the the child, Nemo, the child is missing. Nemo is missing. Well, he's like he's lost. Yeah, no, that <laughs> is it. Lost. Actually, is quite sad. With this text, good morning. Oh, Peter, I totally agree about finding Nemo. I took my grandson to see it, and we were out of the theater within minutes. Have never watched it. The other one is Toy Story. Uh, I've never watched the whole what? way through. Toy Those Story? dolls give me the willies. Yikes. Just talking about it sends shivers up my back. Oh, my God. Have a great day. The baby doll that's on the spider legs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that did scare me as a kid. <laughs> uh, this text says four words changed my life after watching it as an eight-year-old. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my God. You didn't watch it as an eight-year-old. I was terrified for years. Yeah. Bad decision to let an eight-year-old watch that movie. Mm. Yeah, honestly, though, when you're too young to be watching something like that, it is quite traumatizing. My son was telling me about Handmaid's Tale. This oh, yeah. text says, uh, said it was awful. Um, not going to watch it. I think this is what the, this person is, is, is saying. It's pretty hard to watch. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, but it feels like real life in so many ways. Yeah. You know, when you watch what's happening around the world and watch Handmaid's Tale, it's like... <laughs> it feels like we're oh living boy. in an episode of Black Mirror watching Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Because right. it just seems like, no, this is our life right now. And this is our life, and the next episode is actually Handmaid's oh. Tale. God, and not to mention it's it's filmed in Toronto. So yeah. many of us have spent a lot of time in Toronto looking at all these scenes going, this, recognize this, this is where yeah. I've been. This is downtown Toronto. This yeah. Is whatever they call, what they when used to call Dundas Square. Dundas Square, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just wild. Uh, Thomas, good morning. The movie that traumatized me as a child was The Changeling. Oh, remind me about brother, The Changeling. What happened there? He was a year older than me. He was, he was 13, so he could get me in. So we went. Ah. And we sat, I don't know, if, anyway, we were the only kids in the front row, and we were screaming so loud that when we finally took our raincoats down, there was no one around us. <laughs> but what happened in the movie, basically, is they had two kids, and one was in a wheelchair, and they put that child up in the attic in the wheelchair, and when the house burned down, the only thing left was the wheelchair. Oh, God. Great story. We, this is horrible. We screamed through the whole movie. <laughs> I don't even know how we got in. Yeah. Or how they didn't kick us out. But anyway. 
And you're traumatized Nightmares. to this day. <laughs> Nightmares for yeah, I wouldn't watch it now, even if it, even if I could like rent it and watch it. Yeah, no. you're done. No. And as for the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, no, because I don't think that's something we should be even sensationalizing. Because I don't know how it goes. I don't know how it plays out. Not going to watch it. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. I don't blame you, Thomas. We got a text saying, yeah, Aaron, watch the whole series. Didn't sleep a wink because it scared me so bad. I honestly checked if my front door was locked like nine times in a row after 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, these are things that traumatize you. Maybe it was when you were a kid or yeah. maybe it's when you're, you know, Aaron. And, <laughs> Aaron aged. And, and is an adult, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Nice. Quick burn. By far, most people are remain traumatized by something they've seen as a kid. As unlike, a kid. Unlike you, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Right, right. But this text says, I absolutely cannot and will not watch you. The series on Netflix, You, the anxiety and stress that show gave me was too much. No thanks. They just came out. They just released the new seasons yeah. coming out. But they, this show peaked like two seasons ago. They got to let it go. First season, it was kind of scary. Second, Second season? Oh. Okay. Yeah. And, and then now it's like, yeah, no. It's just, it's it's like a freak show of mm. how crazy can we make this thing. Yeah. And apparently that must work for, for lots of people, but I'm going, eh, I'm out. Sorry. Totally. Yeah. Not good. Uh, this text says, as a teen in the 80s, I used to babysit. I watched When a Stranger Calls on a random Friday night. I was sitting at home with my mother watching TV. We were talking about the movie and all of a sudden the phone rang and scared the crap out of me. It's funny when you get scared as a kid watching stuff back in the day. And if you go and watch it now, yeah. it usually is just as frightening. It, it, there's a reason why you were scared and you probably shouldn't have been allowed to, to see it at all. I still think about something that I was allowed to watch at my cousin's place. I was, I was just a little kid. They lived in Dartmouth. I came down and stayed with them for like a week or so. Okay. And my cousins let me watch this black and white horror film <laughs> that absolutely scared the crap out of me. What Can was I, it? Do you remember? Three in a guillotine or something oh, like God. that. It was like a bad yeah, yeah, horror yeah. movie. But still, I mean, I remember having to use the, the bathroom in the middle of the movie and having to leave the door open you were so while scared. I was in there. And I still think about that Oh, my movie. God. It's wild how those things stick with you. Yeah, and you that's know? what people are talking about yeah. mostly yeah. in all of the calls and the texts so far this morning on a movie or a TV show that traumatized you. We, we started with something that's New. on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems to be mostly about... What you saw when you were a kid. There was a show. Remember, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Way back right. in the day. Uh, there was an episode that I didn't go swimming for probably three years because there was an episode of a scary monster that came out of a drain in a swimming pool. And I, like to this day, get freaked out by it. And I actually could not go in a swimming pool for years because it traumatized me so badly. I wonder if that was some of the inspiration for the Stranger Things episode <laughs> oh my in God. year one. Maybe. Monster in the pool. Yeah, maybe. Because it was such a big episode and it freaked everybody out. I think it's on YouTube now. So go ahead and if you were scared by that, go take a look and see how you sure. feel about it now because I'm still freaked out by it. Uh, good morning, Move 100, the uh, movie or TV show that shook you up for a bit. Um, when I was a child, it, uh, it. my friend sat me down and we watched it and I had my head in the pillow the whole time. So now I can't watch anything with a clown in it. Okay, <laughs> turned you off of clowns for sure. So you haven't seen the remake of it? Um, I bits and pieces, but no. But you not can't, really. you can't do it. 
<laughs> what did Anything he... with a cloud in it, I'm done. When was the original one? Was it the early 90s when that came yeah, out? Like, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I was pretty young when I watched it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. The new the new version of it is is just as traumatizing, I'm sure. So stay away. <laughs> Tammy, what was it for you? Fright Night did it for me when I was younger. And uh, I can remember, like, sleeping with, like, blankets, like, right tucked up under my neck. And I think I still do it to this day. <laughs> but Mom could never leave garlic cloves in the house long enough because I would always take them and want to line my windowsill. Oh, my God. So when I was a little bit older, I'm like, okay, maybe I can get over this vampire phobia. I watched Lost Boys, and now I can never look at rice the same way, if you know what I mean, in that movie. Okay. And, I mean, just as an adult, I finally just started watching, like, Twilight and Introduced Vampire because, I mean, I just fright night did it. Vampires, I thought they were real, and they were going to come get me in my sleep. So <laughs> once you watched Twilight, did you feel better? I did feel better, yes. And the only reason, I had no interest in watching Twilight. My daughter, who was now 24, when she started reading the book, she was in junior high, and I kind of wanted to figure out, like, what is she reading and what's this obsession? So I started reading the books and fell in love with the books, and then I only wanted to watch the movies to see the characters come to life, I think. So. Fair enough. I, I mean, was okay after that. <laughs> yeah, Edward Cullen's not that scary. So. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, it was Edward, I think, that kind of changed my fear of vampires. If anything, he's a total hottie in that movie. So. He is, yeah. A little pale, yeah. but yeah, total hottie. <laughs> <laughs> well, this text says the movie Slugs from the 80s. I can't eat salad without thinking about that movie. It was a horrible movie. It oh, was God. bad. A 1988 movie that, uh, well, Slugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say less, honestly. Uh, oh, God, there's so many texts coming in. But a lot of these are from back in the day. There's a text here saying, while all the goosebumps scared me as a kid, uh, the absolute worst was the episode with the ventriloquist dummy. Uh, Slappy was mm-hmm. his name. Was featured heavily in my nightmares for a long time. That yeah. just unlocked a memory for yeah. me. And for me too. I mean, and I'm way past the, the goosebumps <laughs> thing, but my kids were watching them. Yeah. I, I remember that episode. Too scary for us. Why were we allowed to watch this stuff? The movie that traumatized me as a kid, this text says, The Sixth Sense and Hook. Oh, Hook? The one with Robin Williams. Yeah. I was really young. I mean, all of these movies have to be a little bit scary. Of course. The Hook yeah, aimed yeah, at yeah. kids yeah. just to, to make it interesting for an older crowd, too. <laughs> exactly. We'll be traumatized so our parents can be entertained. Uh, good morning. Was there a movie or TV show that totally freaked you out? Uh, yeah, there was Creep Show. Oh, wow. Creep Show. Yeah, I kind of remember the monster from Creep Show or the little like leprechauny kind of monster. Is that what? the same one? Yep, exactly, exactly. I I was like ten, maybe twelve years old at the time, and that freaks the living crap out of me. Okay, I'm googling who this monster you're talking about. This is terrifying. He's like yeah, a skeleton, yeah. like a, a terrifying skeleton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gross. was it was mid eighties. Yeah, 1982. And yeah, yeah. And yeah, I can't forget it. Not happening. Oh God, it is scary when you Google when you Google creep show. How'd they have such great graphics? I mentioned <laughs> Leprechaun. Why hasn't anybody moved, mentioned Leprechaun movie? That was frightening for a lot of kids, wasn't Leprechaun it? Leprechaun movie. Oh, look it up, please. I, I think it Google. was simply called Leprechaun. Le- is it like what year is this? Uh, again, movie? probably mid eighties, early nineties. How do you spell Leprechaun? <laughs> L-E-P-R-E. Oh, got it. Leprechaun movie. 
1993. That yeah. sound right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember this one, but oh my God. Yeah. And there was Leprechaun 2, 3, 4. Yes. Leprechaun in the hood. There's a ton of them. It was a horrible human, or oh not my. even a human, a horrible leprechaun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Move, how about you? You know what movie traumatized me? What? Arachnophobia. Spider movie. Oh, God. So that's like a 1980s uh, spider movie. And- right. I just dated myself, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> the well, night you... I watched that movie, we lived with my grandmother lived with us, and my grandmother found me. We had shag carpet at this point, and she found me on my hands and knees in my bedroom looking for spider nests in the shag carpet. Yeah, because what that's is... where they live, is in the carpet, right? Yeah. Right? Obviously. Where else would they live? <laughs> it's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Nearly 60% of us describe ourselves. He's amazing at this. <laughs> but if we want an honest answer, a truly honest answer, if we really want to know if we're amazing at this, we really should ask our partner. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is it that 60% of us think we are amazing at? Give us a call with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. First text, listening. Oh, don't you love catching your partner not listening to you? You're like, what did I just say? Right. Could you just repeat what I just said? And they're going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Because I told you about this last week oh my God. when you weren't listening. Drives me nuts. Uh, this text, <laughs> driving. Everyone thinks they're a good driver, and everyone who drives with them disagrees. Okay, this is not the answer, but I swear we have to do this some morning as as a topic. Yeah, right? we do. You, your partner thinks that they're hor- they're great at driving, but you know better. Yeah. Tell maybe, us the maybe, horrible things that they do. Maybe we can do it tomorrow at 7. Really? Yeah. Because okay. we got to get into that because I swear to God, every anybody who's in a relationship yeah. can agree that right. you think you're a great driver, but your partner will say otherwise. Erin and I, well, Erin swears she's a great driver. I am a great driver. But I know better. No, no, I no. I swear I know. Okay, move on. Okay, we got to This yeah. isn't this it. Is gonna get, we're going is... to do an argument. <laughs> okay, what's the question again? What are we okay, looking for? Okay, so 60% of us think that we're amazing at it, but, you know, maybe, maybe we are. Maybe we are. We really should talk to our partner. This text from Windsor says sex. Nope, nice, that's nice. That's not it, but we knew you'd go there first. Okay, Dave says cooking, texting, communication, singing. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Cleaning. Yeah, this text says I'm avoiding the obvious answer. I'm going to guess singing or cleaning, maybe. None of the answers right yet. 60% think that we are amazing at. Parking. <laughs> cooking, kissing, cleaning up whoa, whoa. after themselves. Back up, back up, back up. Which back one? Up. I don't know which one. When when was it? Kissing. Couple, kissing. Stop right there. I assume. Sixty percent of us think that we are amazing at kissing. We are amazing at kissing. I wonder what your partner would say. Okay, but that. if your partner doesn't think you're good at kissing, then why why are they with you in the first place? Oh, what? Like, what did you get that out of the way right away and go yes. like, okay, you suck at this. I'm <laughs> not signing up for this for the rest of my okay, life. Okay, you suck at this, but you're really good at all these other things. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're a keeper. Maybe there was just a couple bad um, occasions, <laughs> you know, a little sloppy kiss here and there. Maybe you became amazing at kissing, but you weren't at the beginning. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.